Let's open our Bibles tonight to the book of Ruth, uh, chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. The book of Ruth, chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. Ruth, chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. Please read it. Now, the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened, when they had come to Bethlehem, that all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, Is this Naomi? But she said to them, Do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why do you call me Naomi, since the Lord has testified against me, and the Almighty has afflicted me? Amen. Last week we heard the stepping into the unknown. Tonight, it is stepping into your miracles. Hallelujah. Tonight I believe the ones who are watching are going to step into your miracles. Hallelujah. Or some of you who have lost your miracle, halfway you're going to step back into your miracle. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, I'm going to step back into my miracle. Amen. Which means I'm going to step into the original plans and the purposes of God into my life. Or over my life. Amen. The miracle means stepping back into the original purposes and plans of my life. We are almost coming into the end of September. Hallelujah. We hear signs and wonders happening all over the world. We hear about the signs of the last days. Hallelujah. But how many of you would say in the midst of all that, I don't want to miss that. Hallelujah. You know, we heard a great man of God the uh, uh, other day, Paul Yongicho, or he himself used to call himself David Yongicho, the pastor of the largest church in South Korea, and once the pastor of the largest church in the world. Hallelujah. Who God used to start castles, and through his small, small castles, the church grew over 4 lakh uh, people over one service. Hallelujah. The largest church in South Korea, the Paul Yonggi Cho. Amen. While he was in America, he had a vision and he, put, he looked at the map of America and touched. The Lord led him to touch in a particular place, uh, Pensacola. And that's where the Brownsville revival started to a uh, mighty man of God called Steve Hill. But even before Steve Hill came to America, when Steve Hill was still in a uh, young boy uh, ministering with Carlos Anaconda in Argentina, hallelujah, mighty man of God, another mighty man of God in deliverance ministry, a uh, billionaire, but God used him to bring forth revival in Argentina, Carlos Anaconda. So while Steve Steve Hill was there. God sent this man, hallelujah, made him touch Pensacola in America and said, the next revival in America was going to come in this spot. And Steve Hill, just one of those meetings he came to, this particular church, uh, I forgot the man of God, the pastor's name, but he came to one of those church in Brownsville and just gave a word. And that word stirred up a revival that lasted for five years. 
Hallelujah. And only two weeks, only, only for two weeks in that next five years that the meetings did not be, was not held, that kind of a revival came. But tonight, let me tell you, greater revival. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know how many of you believe greater revival. Hallelujah. Is knocking at the door in yours and my life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But if the revival does not start inside your heart, it will not flow inside the church. If it does not flow inside the church, it will not touch the ends of the earth. Come on. How many of you believe tonight? Hallelujah. Brownsville revival. Hallelujah. Happened many, many years back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We salute the man of God. Hallelujah. Paul Yongicho, God. God used to prophesy that revival. We salute the man of God who God brought that revival. Stephen Hill. Hallelujah. But tonight, hallelujah, the angels of God, hallelujah, are looking for another Paul Yongicho, another Stephen Hill. Hallelujah. We can rise up. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Not the usual baggage of church and hallelujah, some songs and some prayers, but God is looking for revival hearts. Come on. Who will get the glimpse of glory? Who will want to step into the revival fire of God? That's why tonight we need to step into the impossible. Come on, you might think it's impossible. You might think, oh, what is, hallelujah, the small church in Bangalore, hallelujah, has to do with the revival. But that is why I told you, step into your miracle. Step into the impossible. If you believe that tonight, put your hands together and give a clap offering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. It all starts. It all starts in God intervening in your life. The word miracle means an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. It's an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. I believe tonight God is going to intervene in the roadblocks of your life. God is going to intervene in those hindrance things that you once used to hinder you. And God is going to bring you out in an extraordinary way. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Open your mouth and say, God will intervene. What is miracle? Hallelujah. Sometimes, you know, if you don't speak it out by faith, it will not happen. Hallelujah. Other day I saw certain things I had to speak over two and, you know, two years to see the miracle. But I, I understood the miracle came closer and closer when I understood he's the high priest of my confession. He's the apostle and high priest of my confession. I get up every day morning and start confessing. The more intensely I start, not just confessing, the more intensely. You know, every certain days you don't feel that intensity, but you start with in the flesh, then get into the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise God. But then intensity of confession came. The miracle also started coming. Hallelujah. Come on, tonight church. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, God will intervene in my life in an extraordinary way. Come on. Hallelujah. You will see an acceleration of God's miracle stepping into your life. Come on. Say it with some joy. Stay with them dumb. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. What is miracle? Surprising and welcoming event that is not explainable by natural or scientific laws. It's a surprising. Present surprises. It's a welcoming event. 
that is not explainable which means the last word over your matter is not science the last word over your matter is not somebody's intellect the last word over your life is god's word come on church tonight hallelujah it is against science maybe science says that you cannot be healed doctor says you cannot be delivered hallelujah psychiatrist says that your hallelujah your mind will never be whole but tell me tell you tonight hallelujah glory to god oh time is coming where you're going to throw the sleeping pills and god is going to intervene good sleep into your life come on church tonight time is coming you're going to throw hallelujah glory to god that hallelujah tablets and uh, medicines and you're going to walk in divine health oh rabadia that time is coming that you're going to become younger and younger where agelessness is going to be a reality come on come on ragamana sambhoria adanamanasia blessed be the name of the lord i see in myself that's working you know usually i feel fit when i do exercise you know you have to keep yourself fit but other you know last couple couple of months i've not been able to keep myself you know you know in my usual routine but i have the spiritual exercise happening praise god i am more healthy praise god i don't have any back pains hallelujah i am hallelujah doing much more than i usually do come on because there is spiritual exercise come on hallelujah spiritual intervention amen miracle miraculous strength working within you come on tonight some of you tonight hallelujah i don't care what the doctor says some of you are waiting for a child to be born miraculous glory is happening tonight inside Oh rabadiya jarabara sambhara adanamanasiya victory by you know in the coming days you know at least couple of girls will come and testify hallelujah glory to god how miraculously hallelujah when the doctor said that the baby is going to be an healthy baby that's going to come out there is uh, you know face is not going to be there nose is going to be there come on god miraculously worked and healthy babies are coming out hallelujah against doctors and against scan come on church tonight hallelujah praise god glory to god another lady girl who were wow, for years did not have a child hallelujah other day sent me a message and said pastor i'm pregnant hallelujah come on church tonight hallelujah when god begins to work it is against the scientific laws when god intervenes nothing can stop it come on hallelujah an unstoppable glory an unstoppable miracles where angels are dancing come on hallelujah gavara vana tharavara vana siyala vana siya when jacob looked at he said two camps one is my camp another camp is the angels dancing for me come on hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord when the angels starts to dance even the impossible esau will change his mind the enemies come on let me tell you people who are trying to hallelujah intervene in your life and trying to come against god's plans and purposes in your life hallelujah going to change their mind tonight because of the impossible hand of god that's going to work because of the 24/7 angels that are going to dance around you tonight come on that the enemies are going to change their mind tonight in the blood name of jesus it is a miraculous time if you believe put your hands together people who said that you will never get a job people who closed the door at you people who closed your promotions are going to change their mind the heart of the king is in the hand of the lord he turns it tonight wherever he wishes doors are going to be flung open for you come on church tonight haradala damana horavala sambharada namanasiya god will intervene in your matters in your human affairs in your family in your businesses in your matters of health
in the matters of wealth where God is intervening. Hallelujah. It's a surprising, surprising and welcoming event that is not explainable. Amen. You have solutions coming from your, for your problems. Hallelujah. There are three groups of people, it is said. Some consider the word miracle utter nonsense. Right? Guys, you're crazy. <laughs> Other day, you know, I was there somewhere, you know, in a public, very public place. I can't disclose completely, but in a very public place, I was sitting there. And one celebrated, you know, I call him, pardon me, I call him nut, but very, very celebrated, <laughs> very celebrated guy says, this cult, they think that they are very close to the almighty God, this cult in front of a, in a public place. So there are people who don't. Believe in miracles. They think it's utter nonsense. Then there are other people who believe God will do miracles. But since they have not seen miracles in their lives, they give up so easily. They say, it's not for me. Yeah, the God does miracles for pastor. Pastor Rajis, maybe for pastors. Not for me. Because they give up in their heart, in their mind so easily. They feel bad when they see other people's testimonies and miracles. Like pastor says, you know, when they hear other people testifying, you know, they just switch it off because it irritates them from, <laughs> from their head to their toes. You know what I'm saying? Then there's another group of people who believes if God said he will do a miracle, he will do it. Come on. Like Abraham, the Bible says he considered not the state of his body. Or the state of his wife's body. But he was persuaded to believe that what God said, he will do it. And he was fully persuaded to believe that what he said, he will perform. And he started giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Who does not consider, hallelujah, what the devil chose. Who does not consider what the body reacts. Come on. But who is fully convinced that if God said it, he will do it. Come on. They started giving glory to God. I thank you already, Lord. You have done it. Come on. That is the power that the third group of people, I invite you to be a part of the third group tonight in the name of the Lord. Because God is not finished with you. Amen. Who believe that Jesus has not finished doing his miracles. Because the Bible says Jesus does not change. He's a God who does not change. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. So tonight let every unbelief be broken. Ears be open. Hearts be open. Let every unbelief leave you tonight. Supernaturally, miraculously in the name of the Lord. Let every unbelief pray tonight. Let every spirit of unbelief I rebuke it tonight. Hallelujah. Put your hands on your own head and say, Lord, I'm free tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. I feel God doing something in your life tonight. I feel a heart of compassion flowing to you. Hallelujah. I'm feeling the weak becoming strong. I believe ha, some of you are recognizing who you are. Yeah. Everybody say yeah. It's a yeah moment. Hallelujah. John 14, 14 says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Anything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Of course, I know the one who are watching know that, you know, you don't pray for somebody to be murdered, somebody to be raped. That's not what I'm saying. If you ask anything, anything that touches the hearts of God, he'll do it. Come on, church, tonight. You have to sometimes pray, Lord, Father, show me a fatted calf. He will show it. He will show that best. He will show that miracle. But there is something that you need to learn to do. For your miracle, you have to make the first move. There is something called the law of the first move. The principle of the first move. The blind Bartimaeus cried out, Oh Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped. It has to start from first. Hallelujah. The Bible says in John chapter 2, He told the servants to fill the jar to the brim and serve. Once they start serving, the water turned into wine. There is a first move. Hallelujah. Understand the principle of first action. The Bible says the woman touched the hem of his garment first and she was whole. There is a principle of First move, Isaac sowed in the time of famine and he reaped a hundredfold in the same year. He sowed for a hundredfold. Hallelujah. Somebody said, every other example was fine, Pastor. It was really touching and good. <laughs> you need to have faith inside. Pastor said to have a faith Without offense, faith without offense, you need to have. Some people easily get offended. There are so many people who are watching me, who are staying in their house because of things that did not happen in the way they thought it will happen in the time frame that did not happen. Hallelujah. They are sort of, you know, offended with God, offended with uh, the so-called uh, spiritual setup, uh, so-called they call the spiritual setup and the so-called the prayer and the fasting and all that because they're offended. Not that they don't love Jesus, not that they don't like all these things, but somewhere they've been offended because things did not happen according to their calendar. Oh, brother or sister, I'll tell you, hallelujah, I, have, I too have gone through those things, but I've learned something. Hallelujah, you should not get offended at God. You need to bring your feelings to God, but not offended at God. Look at a man called Naaman. Hallelujah. In 2 Kings chapter 5, the Bible says, Naaman heard from Syria there was a prophet in Israel who could heal. And he went into uh, uh, Elisha thinking that, you know, Elisha would come and greet him and heal him. And, you know, he would give a grand welcome. You know, but, you know, he would have thought, you know, when Elisha would hear that Naaman is coming, he would have the band. He came into nothing. <laughs> he came, everything looks dry. As a matter of fact, the prophet was not even there. He inquired of the prophet. The prophet is not, did not even personally appear. He said somebody and said, tell him to wash himself in the dirty water in Jordan. I mean, he got offended. He got offended. He said, I? Who how dare? I am the king. I like what Pastor said yesterday. He said, you need a miracle. You need to be humble. Miracles are for humble people. He almost lost his miracle. The losing of miracle at the gate. Hallelujah. He came and reached at the doorstep. 
But because the prophet did not come, he took offense. It is called a near success syndrome. He almost had the success. But his feelings said, no, no, I don't want it. He reached the doorstep after traveling along. He thought the prophets will lay hands on him. But God was working beyond your thoughts. Sometimes you think, oh, I, would, I wish pastor would have done this for me, done that for me. He would have helped me a little more to grow in the Lord. And you know, you had many things planned up. You know, this, is, this person will do this. That person will do this. Pastor will do this. And sometimes, suddenly against your thoughts, nothing is happening. And you get offended with God. With the relationships God has put over you, you're offended. You're mo- you know, you know, you're not, you're not showing really in your, in your expressions, but inside you know. Even when you say, Pastor, I love you, you know that even in, inside that, there's an offense. Somewhere they're offended. Even when you say, I worship you, Lord. The worship is not flowing. The worship is coming from here, not from here. There's an off- because here is an offense. Easily know. When everybody jumps and says, Amen. You know, you don't have any other option because you know, you'll be the only one seen sitting. So, suddenly... Offense, but what you don't realize is you're so close to the miracle. It's just that God did not work in your time. Naaman was offended. The Bible says he went out very angrily when you read the Bible, and almost near to the fulfillment of the prophecy. Hallelujah. His emotions came in between, played in between. He got angry. That's what happens. We became over emotional. Your emotions should never lead you away from your miracle. Some people are very emotional. The enemy manipulates that situation. Your emotions, some people lose their emotional control. I know people when I went with miracles prophetic words they do not even face me it might be because emotions comes in the form of envy anger discouragement Naaman was very angry he focused on his feelings rather than his future look at somebody and say don't focus on your feelings focus on your future say it out Praise God. He came from Syria to Israel on the doorstep of prophet and he almost went back. Almost forfeited his miracle. Lift your hands and say, Lord Jesus, let me never forfeit my miracle because of a wrong emotion that is playing in them inside of me. Amen. Today, even many people are near to their doorstep, near success syndrome. I can feel it in the inside. Tonight, don't be offended over something. Some of you are so near to your financial miracle, your job miracle, but don't, hallelujah, allow your emotions to get the best out of you. Instead of receiving your miracles, your feelings and your emotions are greater than the word of God will send you away from your miracle tonight. 
If that has happened tonight, ask the Lord for forgiveness. In your own words, ask the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm so sorry. In the, I am sorry in the three, hallelujah, beautiful words, miraculous words, miracles will flow. If you're really doing from your heart tonight, Say, Lord, I want my emotions to be under control, under the influence of the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit to preside over my miracle, uh, emotions tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight, when you say that, the tremendous freedom is flowing tonight through this camera into your homes tonight. God himself is stirring up the spirit of faith. Hallelujah. To believe and to get closer and to put your hand to touch your miracle. Come on, church, tonight. Miracles are coming closer tonight than you ever thought it is so near. It is knocking at the door. It is entering into your life. It is entering into your spirit. It is opening your heart, opening your mind. You can see it tonight. Hallelujah. It's yours. Receive it tonight. Take it. Victory by the blood of Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. There are many people who come to church just because they don't get the right place, the right name, the right position the right moment maybe they'll come for you. I was preparing the word I thought oh today pastor will call you to give the talk and then they were asked to you know take a glass of water and be brought <laughs> their entire hallelujah anointing <laughs> just leave them hallelujah they get offended you might not have gotten the recognition the usher did not speak properly to you I said, did not give the importance, you know. In your heart, you are saying, yeah, the British quit India. Who is he? <laughs> he's worse, worse than the Britishers. <laughs> he's got a British syndrome, you say. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to have a Gandhi syndrome, that's all. Apart from the jokes, don't get offended. Pastor did not pick up your calls, you get offended. Because they came with a purpose, they came for a need of a miracle, but at the doorstep, the emotions plead, emotions take charge and you lose faith. Tonight, if you got hurt by your feelings tonight, you might lose a miracle. Don't go back with your feelings. Leave your feelings and say, Lord, give me a spirit of self-control tonight. Hallelujah. Tonight, to keep my feelings a check. Come on. And my faith to go forward. Come on. Taba, Kadagamana, Jirandara, Damana, Jamana, the Raskara, the Navanazia, Orabatara, the Raja, Rambara, Dura, the Navanazia. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Somebody said, oh, they got the ice cream. Come on, if they got the ice cream, God has kept the donuts for you. If they got the donuts, come on. God has got the cotton candy for you. If they got the cotton candy, come on. You have a Kentucky chicken burger for you. God has specially designed your miracle according to your needs and according to your liking. That with an extra cheese and hallelujah, extra mayonnaise and hallelujah. Come on church tonight. There is no shortage in the kingdom of 
God. Don't get offended at God. What he has kept for Pastor Chaco is Pastor Chaco's. And what God has kept for you is yours. Come on. You don't have to push me. I don't have to push you. He has prepared a table in front of our enemies. It is so, 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 so big that every person has a chair on that table. You have your place. Nobody can steal it tonight. Don't be offended. Don't be insecure. Don't be comparison. Hallelujah. Step out of your enemy tonight. Look to Jesus. Hallelujah. For he is a loving God. Oh, Hallelujah. You can be manipulated by your enemy. If your emotions are manipulated by your enemy. Hallelujah. Sometimes you don't even care. You come into a place you don't even care. As long as you can feed your ego. As long as your pride is not affected, you say, that's fine. You don't even care for your miracle. See how he can manipulate. There are people who give upon God, give upon good relationships to satisfy their feelings, to justify their bad, negative feelings. Don't do that. They give upon family, relationships. It's amazing. Just to feed on your poisonous ego tonight it's a bondage be loose tonight may your emotions may your heart may your soul be loose tonight in the name of Jesus lift your hands everybody who's watching listening to me don't think that you are not a part of it if you think that you are you need it you need it don't be deceived tonight. Everyone who's watching needs it. Tonight, may you be released tonight from every negative emotions that are playing games in your mind tonight. May you be eternally loosed in the name of the Lord. May there be a clear mind and a hallelujah. Clear heartedness come upon your life tonight in the name of Jesus. You know, there is a scripture, it's a powerful scripture tonight. You know, I claim it most of the days, you know, almost every day. In Genesis, hallelujah, verses 41, verses 39th verse. Genesis 41 and the 39th verse. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. The Amplified Version says, There is no one as discerning and clear-headed and wise as you. I pray every day morning, Lord, let me discerning, but also clear-headed and wiser you are. Clear head. Good attitude. Come on. Then no hurt can penetrate. The brothers threw him into the pit. Hallelujah. That did not penetrate into his soul to the point that he missed his palace. Come on. Tonight, a palace anointing, a palace miracle, palace breakthroughs. Don't allow your negative emotions to steal it tonight. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Be healed. Be whole. Hallelujah. That spirit of bondage be broken in the name of the Lord. And God will not send you back empty. God will fill you to the overflowing in the name of the Lord. And you will never lose anything that God as for you oh hallelujah open your mouth and say let me not lose anything that God has kept for me because of my negative feelings and emotions in Jesus name amen there are people who have to handle with care sometimes people more care sometimes you cannot even say anything you care care to the point that it's better not to say <laughs> praise the Lord 
because whatever we say is careless for them i say i mean god teach them because they're so emotionally affected the feelings will be affected name and thought that the miracle was going to happen in a particular way when you are under a spirit of manipulation your focus is on your thought rather than on god's purpose i want it this way i want it that way i pers- i want that person to speak to me in a different way smile to me in a different way i want that person to treat me in a little more superior way than the way that he treated the other person all sort of manipulation your reactions all depends upon how that person will react see all these things are under a spirit of manipulation tonight that will be broken in the name of jesus amen hallelujah glory to god when you are under a spirit of manipulation you become a prisoner to your thoughts It can be any thoughts the thoughts that give preeminence to you and nothing else sometimes you think my marriage will happen at this age my business will take off my ministry will be revealed in the midst of all these people who belittle me like this said god will prove me and then you see nothing happening hallelujah <laughs> you get discouraged and say god is not working in the way i thought sometimes when you think that my opinion is not heard you feel bad sometimes you try to tell you know people something that god has shown in their lives we can't the moment you think that you think oh when pastor is in like me getting you know into the next level you know he's trying to slow me down so keep quiet take off because some people will never learn until they crash so take off god bless you it's like my way or the highway attitude tonight ask the lord you are preeminent than me lord your thoughts are more important than my thoughts lord so lord help me help me that i not lose out in years walking in my thoughts my ways sometimes people will even when they are in the wits and they will not listen to you pastor was saying other day you know somebody was completely out of job and he would try to help by telling one of the guys to call him and to call for an interview for a job and this person's fall is in silent he's not even picking up the phone so say what a attitude even if you are the witsent i do have experience like that i tell people the best instructions of the lord they never take and they get into a reverse cycle a reverse momentum tonight let every reverse momentum be broken in your life may you get up and rise up tonight to walk in the paths of god 
leave your pride leave your emotion god resist the proud and give grace to the humble may god's grace visit you tonight in the name of the lord in a miraculous way in the form of miracles and when you get up and rise up and you stand up hallelujah in the name of the lord in jesus name receive that grace tonight we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor Sometimes you want to advise people to do how God does things, but they are like Elijah, Naaman. Why? Jordan. Is there more better rivers than Damascus? Why Jordan? But what they don't know is Jordan is the place later. Elisha received the double portion. I mean, just before Elisha received a double portion, it would be later Jesus would see a vision. Hallelujah. When he would hear the voice of the Father, this is my beloved son, I'll be well pleased. I mean, so when you don't receive your miracles and you start comparing with other people's breakthrough, comparison starts. Because they think that they know it all. They know it all. I said, know it all. Syndrome. <laughs> so many syndromes today. These are syndromes in the church. Over the years when you pastor, know it all. I know. I know. Before you try to... Ex- I know. I know even better than pastor. The guys who are saying these things, neither their children, their wife, their parents, nobody listens to them. And now they are trying to teach pastor also. Because they know it all. Your workplace, nobody listens to you. But they want to come and take authority in the church. Don't react at the door. It's pride. Your miracle is waiting. No one will lose anything, but you will lose. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Look at two people and say, no one will lose anything. It is you to lose. So don't, hallelujah. Don't, don't, don't be proud at the door. Don't react at the door. Amen. Hallelujah. Even small amens for this point is fine. (laughs) Ruth chapter 119. We come back to the scripture tonight. Hallelujah. Now, the two of them went until they came to Bethlehem. And it happened when they had come to Bethlehem, all the city was excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? The city was excited because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? Is this Naomi? See, because she was not looking like Naomi. Naomi means pleasant. But she has lost that look. She was not that happy, pleasant lady that once she wore. Where? She has lost that look when you go through different trials and temptations and tests and down and up and all that. You lose even your look. You're not looking. Don't call me Naomi. Is it Naomi? Because she doesn't look. She's dull, thin, cannot be identified. The chubbiness and the pleasantness and that life is not seen so dry. Come on, church, tonight. 
There is a way that God expects you to be. But somewhere you have left Bethlehem, the house of God. Somewhere you went after your own, hallelujah, funny thoughts. And somewhere even your look has completely changed. And God is saying, you should not be look sitting like that. God desires to be filled. God desires to fill you like those first days. Come on. Lord been prompting me in the last couple of days is tell certain people, you know, get back to your first days, your first love, your first songs. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on. God is giving you some of you to get back to that first time. Hallelujah. The first wonder, the first time you read the word, the first time you ever spoke in tongues, the first time that you ever jumped without thinking who is standing on your right and your left. Come on. Come on. Some of you tonight, God God wants to fill you again. But because you moved away, your look has changed. Your struggles have completely made you different. But when you come back to Jesus' presence tonight and look to Him, He will make you whole again. Step back to Bethlehem, the house of God, the house of bread. Respond. Maybe a small amen tonight is enough to get back into the presence of God. Once again, you feel that, hallelujah, the ladder is there. The angels are descending and ascending. I can sense something. Some of you lost your sense. God is restoring back that sense of God's presence again. Come on. Oh, wave your hand tonight and worship the Lord. Pray, pray, pray the Holy Ghost. Worship in the Holy Ghost. Sing in the Holy Ghost. Demons are leaving you. Oppression is leaving you. Struggles are leaving you. Sicknesses are leaving you. Dryness are leaving you in the name of Jesus. Hey, hey. God's healing is flowing tonight. God's repair work is going tonight. God's fast healing is... Oh, Ramadala, son of righteousness arising with healing on its wings. Yeah, 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 yeah. We give you praise. The fact that you are able to praise... And praying in tongues is a sign that healing is rising up. And I will worship you with all of my heart. I will seek your face all through my life. And I will serve you, Lord, with all that I am. Here I am. Oh, yes, Lord. Here I am. Oh, Lord. Here I am, O oh Lord. Here I am, O oh Lord. Here I am. Sare dil se me tujhe pyar karuga. Tujhe aradna karuga. Sare dil se. Seva Karuga He Prabhu Rabaraba Se Sare Dil Se Me Sare Dil Se Me Tujhe Pyaar Karuga 
सारे से तुझे यश लो सारे शक्ति से सेवा करूंगा हे प्रभु तेरा दास या है तेरा दास या है हो तेरा दास Amen. Oh, I feel God's wholeness, hallelujah, healing presence is filling your soul. Hallelujah! If you're feeling light in your heart tonight, give Him thanks, give Him praise, give Him glory. Hallelujah! Blessed Paraskobo, Kathoru Monosi. Thank you, Jesus. So when you study the book of Ruth, it's so wonderful. Ruth one says at the time when judges ruled the land. all this backsliding happened i liked what pastor said he said judges were not supposed to rule the land they were only supposed to judge it was the kings who were supposed to rule the land he said famine and problems come when the people who are supposed to rule the land doesn't rule famine and problems come into your life and stay there when the pastors who god has put over your life does not rule and somebody else take that place you go after searching for a pastor who will speak and prophesy and correct you according to your tune and the itching of your ears you are entering into a famine you need men of god who takes responsibility over your soul and stand at the gap hallelujah between the porch and the altar and see you through into your destiny by pray tonight that your eyes shall be open to the true men of god god has put over your life and will not go after five winzy and fantasy hallelujah voices and witches voices that will take you away from the destiny hallelujah Bethlehem means the house of bread there was a man named Elimelech Elimelech means of the the meaning of that name is Jehovah is king if Jehovah is king Ruth I mean Naomi you are pleasant if Jesus Christ is the king over your life your story will change if Elimelech is your husband is your king Naomi means pleasant you are pleasant Hallelujah Jehovah is king. Till that time, he was she was a pleasant one. If Jehovah is king, you will have happiness. If he's married to you, you have a relationship with the Lord on a daily basis. There is something pleasant coming out, even the toughest and hardest of times. Hallelujah! How good and pleasant it is. Even church is pleasant to dwell with the brethren. Ah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, one mile away, can't talk to anyone in the church. Some people can't come back to the church. They're so gotten used to sitting in that house and speaking with the Facebook friends and worldliness. The pleasantness of the presence and coming together has gone. I was so happy to just to come and enter, and the worship was happening. I was saying, "Oh wow, what a heavenly moment!" Is Jesus your King? Do you have a relationship with the Lord tonight? Then the beauty will come back to you. 
What does it mean by Jehovah is my king? It means that not my plans, not my purposes. It is his plans and his purposes and his ways. Hallelujah. I surrender to you, Lord. That speak, that able to say from your heart is the fact that Jehovah is your king. When it is about God and it's not about just you. When God is important and Holy Spirit is presiding over every area of your life, then you know there's freedom, there's liberty, there's a spontaneity. And Jehovah is king, otherwise it will lead you to emptiness. See, when Paul had an encounter with Jesus, he got three revelations. Romans chapter 1, first one. First thing he said, when you surrender your life, these three things will happen in your life. First one, Romans chapter 1 and the 14th verse. I am a debtor both to Greeks and the barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. See, first I am. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to the barbarians. I am a debtor, which means Paul is saying, it is not about myself. Through my life, somebody should be blessed. When you are blessed, hallelujah, it is good. But when you said, make me a blessing, it is extraordinary. He's saying, hallelujah, I am a debtor. My life should result in the salvation of many, into the healing of many, into the deliverance of many. I am a debtor both to Greeks and to the barbarians. I owe my life to somebody else. Look at somebody and say, you owe your life to somebody else's blessing. Oh, even if you tell 10 times, it's fine. Because that is the one word that you will never hear in the church on a daily basis. Blessed are those who at least said the second time. <laughs> the people around you should bless. God did not choose you not to be just a leopard who eat the grass, but he wants to do something for him, you owe somebody something. There's somebody who should enjoy because of you. Enjoy salvation. Enjoy a good life. That's why God gave you such revelations. Petra Church, you know, I have taught you, just like my spiritual fathers I've learned, I've tried to give everything possible, word by word. Pastor himself the other day said, Petra Church will not go wrong. Because I've taught you word by word so that you will have the light of God's information and which will become revelation, which will not lose the way. You should not lose the way. Come on church tonight. Somebody's fruitfulness is dependent on you. Somebody's healing is dependent on you. Somebody's salvation is dependent on you. Paul is saying, I owe, I am a debtor. I, I am forced, to, compelled to pray because if I don't pray, somebody might not get blessed. So he said, I want to pray because I'm a debtor. I don't feel like, but I'm debtor. Wow. Can you keep some time from the month of September for somebody else's breakthrough? At least the people who have come knocking at your doors, even if you could not help them with anything else, can you set some time apart with your prayer life to help them and to see them through? Come on church tonight. Second thing, 
Romans 1.15 are you getting this church tonight? Yes. So as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also. Amen. To you who are in Rome also, I am ready to preach. I am ready. He says, whatever price it takes, I am ready. Whatever sacrifice I need to make, I am ready. Hallelujah. Even if I have to pray through the whole night, I am ready. If I have to fast, I am ready. Come on. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Even if I have to break, hallelujah, keto diet, I am ready and to fast, praise God. Even if I have to, hallelujah, stop everything else and shut everything else and pray, I am ready. You know, when I, I, I used to really had a hard time when I used to be in a protein diet to fast and pray. But, what, but something, something inside, you have to be ready. It's not your muscles. You are not told we have to be ready in season and out of season. I'm not against any of the diet. What I'm saying, readiness. Romans 1.16, he said, I'm not ashamed. Not only I'm not, I'm ready, but I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. To the Jew first and also for the Greek. He said, I'm not ashamed. Are you standing up for Jesus? I'm not ashamed. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes when you stand up for Jesus, there are people there to destroy your life, your reputation. There are battles all over. The fact that there are so many battles that you're carrying is the fact that God has chosen you and your life to be a wonder and an awe for somebody else. Hallelujah. If you're carrying a lot of battles around you, day by day you're fighting it out, fasting it out. It is a sign that God has something. Hallelujah. Praise God. Planned out for you. Come on church tonight. People will ridicule you. People will put you down. But the pastor said, those people, it can be 1,000, 10,000 people. But all those who have stood up for Jesus will never fall. They'll keep standing for the glory of Jesus Christ. It's God's need that you stand. It's God's need that you will not fail. It's God's need that you will be victorious. It's God's need you will finish well. Come on. It's not more than your need. It's God's need because you took this Bible and said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are living in a time where the men of God have been mocked, dishonored, put down. But God has respect on the one who is not ashamed of his son. What is sin meant by I am ready? In Egypt, Moses was saw Egyptian hurting an Israelite immediately. The Bible says Moses went out and killed and murdered that Egyptian. Egypt is the place where he grew up. He was supposed to be the Israelites. But Egypt is the place God used. The mandate came. When you take your eyes from your situations. Hallelujah. And look to God. Praise God. Come on. God will reveal his mandate over your life. Many a times we are looking at our situations and losing our faith. It might be, hallelujah, Moses was totally in a different place. But because when he surrendered his life to God, when he knew that he was an Israelite, hallelujah, in Egypt and he surrendered, his mandate was revealed. 
come on it is in surrender that your mandate is revealed hallelujah sometimes you say oh god has put me in my family in this family with this parents with this business but only when you surrender that business hallelujah only when you surrender that business to the lord god will reveal your mandate yes god put you with that business yes god put you with that but you have to surrender it There's a young lady that told me, you know, the pastor, the moment I surrendered my marriage, my marriage, in one hour's time, it opened up. What did not happen in three years, opened up in one hour when I placed my marriage at the altar. Come on, church. God only needs an hour. He needs one second to open the next door of your life. All that it needs to put that thing at the altar tonight. Lift your hands. Let it not be another message. Let it be a lifestyle. Put your life in the altar. It takes only one second for God to do something, to move something tonight for the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a shout of praise. Hey, let faith rise within you tonight. Let me partake it tonight for the glory of God. Hallelujah. What is that God wants to do is what matters. I am ready. I'm not ashamed. What do you mean by that? Some people say, I got married, I've got children, I'm growing in age, I don't have time, pastor, like you, I used to. In other words, you're telling God, if you give me my miracle, if you give me my baby, if you give me my job, I'm sorry, Lord, my time will be a little less for you. <laughs> How stupid can you get? <laughs> Praise God. Susanna Wesley had 12 children and she served the Lord. 12 children. Praise God. I wish the had that anointing. <laughs> Enoch had many children and the Bible says he walked with God and he pleased God. And he was so much in intimacy with God, took him. Who said you can't walk with God? Don't say I'm busy with weak. I, I, I can't understand. People who should be serving the Lord are sitting at home. I am not against teaching children, but never teach children that your exams are more important than serving God. You are sending a dangerous signal to them. I'm not thinking six days let them study. Work hard. Wake them up four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and pastor calls to serve God. <laughs> when you are telling about destiny. Don't get offended now. <laughs> You're so close to your miracle. Don't get offended now. I'm speaking with all my love tonight. Everybody is. Even Prime Minister, Honorable Prime Minister has 24 hours. Even the great Taliban leaders. Not very great, but 
everybody has got 24 hours but are you prioritized for the lord what is your priority you know you can ask this guys i was traveling i came at midnight you know we were having certain ministry discussion post after that i i was still on the phone i finished that after where these guys went to sleep i still sat with that call couple of people still had to get up and pray i was sleeping my way i was feeling sleepy i said putting the water what what hallelujah because priority is nothing else so grace tonight that god gives when you say lord you are more all that I, not only me there are many people who are ministering it's not that they don't have anything to work they have spend their time sacrifice their sleep i don't know when ashley sleeps <laughs> hallelujah are you here tonight church look at somebody and say invest your time to the lord invest your time for what god has called to be first that's what we belong that's what who we are come on church tonight that's what our genes is that's what we are made up of hallelujah let nothing talk us out of that tonight in the name of the lord khoraba regaba thuroda mahaskara daraba udadara mana gadaga mana sambara duravara sambara dara victory by the blood of jesus naomi came back without anything she said i went out full but came back with nothing even if the devil has taken everything from you you are watching me tonight and if there is breath inside of you god still has not finished with your life come on church tonight habarabasia if you have lost everything and still a little breath to say amen and let me tell you tonight god can take you from here hallelujah the first shall be still the last and the last can come still the first tonight there is an anointing like that how if you respond to god habaragamana durandara barigadagamanasia Naomi has lost her husband and two kids but she recognized that God can fill her again. Amen. God can fill her again. Whatever you happen in your life doesn't matter. Come back to Bethlehem. Hallelujah. God is not finished. Your miracle is there in Bethlehem. Your miracle is there in the church. Continue to praise the Lord. Start thanking the Lord again. Start praying in the tongues. Thank hallelujah. Even in scarcity you are still a royalty. Some people say Jehovah is king when they are plentiful in their prosperity but in scarcity even cannot attack your royalty you're still royal if Jehovah is your king scarcity cannot extinguish your royalty tonight hallelujah are you with me church tonight hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord jehovah is king there is no problem If Jehovah is king there is no problem in famine in Bethlehem hallelujah if Jehovah is your king there is no problem all your problem vanishes open your mouth and say all my problem vanish if Jehovah is my king amen 
Look at Jonah chapter 4. The Bible says, Jonah went and sat outside the city and the tree came up. The Bible says the tree came up in four hours. That would give shade. What would take years to grow up came in four hours. Let me tell you, if God wants to build something in your life, he only need a second, he only need a few hours to do it. Come on. In the next few hours, God can do amazing things. If God would do that for Jonah, how much more you and me who are under the new covenant, God will want to do it for you. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen to that. Hallelujah. This morning is enough to shake off your troubles and discouragement. This evening is enough tonight. You might be listening to this evening. This night is enough to give, give you a new morning. God is telling somebody, with this night, your night is over. Your night, with this night, your night season is over. Come on, church tonight. Somebody wants to receive it, receive it. Oh, if nobody receive it, I take it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God can restore everything back to you tonight. Don't let the battles to define your life, no matter what the challenges are, they are temporal. Light afflictions. The Bible says there was no bread in Bethlehem, but it was temporary. Bread came back. You should not take hard decisions when things doesn't go at your pace, at your way, at your time. Because no temptation is forever. No battle is forever. If Jehovah is your king, your situations are temporal. Lift your hands and say, my situations are temporal. God only need a second to bring my miracle, to do my miracle. Amen. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, there was David, there was Saul. Both heard the same thing. Both heard Goliath speaking. One reacted in fear, one reacted in faith. Both got the same challenge. But there was a difference. Somebody looked at through the anointing and somebody looked at through the oppression. There are two families listening. There are two group of people listening. Same message. Somebody is going with a miracle. Somebody is saying, Amen, I'm going to forget about everything. And tomorrow is going to the same life. Because your heart is not open. Some of you are going to watch, are going to come two months later and say, Pastor, can you tell me what happened to my life? Why am I not going to getting out of the situation? Because tonight's message was for you and you are busy, not at least either not watching or busy hanging around in your home. Hallelujah. Taking a cup of water, looking at your message, writing a couple of pages of notes and, and you have altogether missed out the real breakthrough that was flowing through this message and then after one month you're going to come back let not that be your story tonight hallelujah hallelujah Saul compared Goliath with himself David compared Goliath with God that was the difference who are you comparing your problem with tonight Hallelujah. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty and there's nothing that God cannot do. Boom. <laughs> My God is so big. There's such a rest where I'm standing. There's such a rest. In the, when the rest is there, that means God is working. 
I finished with a few of last points. Eli Malak. Eli Malak had Naomi and two children. One name was Mahalon. Not good to put for your children. Don't take this. Means sickness. Another one was Chilion, which means dying or on the point of death. Look at the names of Israelites that their parents have put while they were still living in Bethlehem. The names of Moab children has been put for the Israelite children. One is Mahalon, one is Chilion. Because while he was in Bethlehem, his perspectives were in Moab. Like some people, they're church, but their thought pattern is like the world. While he was still in Bethlehem, he is learning the ways of Moab. Even before he reached Moab, he is starting to backslide. Sometimes usually we fall when we backslide. Here he is falling in his heart even before he took the step. It all starts here. Samson did not fall in Delilah's lap. He fell in his heart first. Before we do a mistake, the mistake came inside. They did not reach Moab on the, you know, one fine day. Moab already took their heart before they looked back. Let me tell you tonight something. What is there inside will come out tomorrow or day after. Sometimes we pass this situation, you know. I was so upset. You know, I fell into pornography. I went into backsliding. You know, I... Not the situation. You were already had porn in your heart. You already had the backsliding in your heart. The Bible says when you fall, don't say God made me fall. That desire was already there, birthing it. That Egypt was already inside. That cucumber, that, that carrot, that garlic was already there. You came out, but that garlic was still there. <laughs> some people come. <laughs> When some people who have heart has come out of Egypt, you pray pleasant smell. When some people, you go, you know, sometimes I sit next to some, you know, people, you know, I, oh my God, how to get out. Thank God for the mask. <laughs> sometimes double mask, not because I'm afraid of Corona, certain dirty garlic smell coming. Praise God. Hallelujah. Backsliding attitudes were already inside. You are just finding a reason to get <laughs> fall. <laughs> Hallelujah. He had it inside in his heart to leave Bethlehem and go. He wanted to go to Moab. And then you are looking for prophets who would prophesy. Go to Moab. No. Your colleague is there. You are looking for men of God also. You want to spiritualize the entire, you know, not only Maggie, you want some ketchup onto it. Don't look after, go after pasta ketchups. To bring sugar later. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, don't bluff yourself. Praise God. 
Are you with me, church? Our mind sometimes is full of Moab. That's why we have named our children like that. Where will we end? Before the miracle tonight is the recognition. Even though the children had the names, the Bible says, they, while they were in Bethlehem, they did not die. When you are still in the church, in the house of God, in the house of bread, God protects you. Tonight, you might be thinking of going back. You might be still in the Bethlehem. It's a time to get protection. It's the time to break off from that spirit of Moab. Come on, so that you will not go back empty. It's the time to surrender your life to the Lord. While they were in Moab, they did not die. They did not become sick. I mean, while they were in Bethlehem, they did not die or they become sick. Hallelujah. Most of our problem leave. See, some of our problem is not in our condition, but our location. It is said that 70% of our problems will be gone if you are in the right place. If you are having wrong, you know that. Are you getting cold in the Lord? You go and sit with certain people. You come like as cold as a, I mean, what fridge? Samsung fridge, whatever. <laughs> Very difficult to get you back hot. But when the moment you begin to believe in God for a miracle, for destiny, God will revive you again. But if you, with the wrong company, they'll talk you out of it. And then you say, oh, I was actually praying and God spoke to that backsliding, drunkard, womanizer. Give me a break. But God did not speak through the pastor who fast and pray. God speak to that joker. I'm taking a break. <sighs> That's enough. It is said that in every believer's life, there are two kinds of companies, kissers and cleavers. Opa kissed her mother-in-law, Naomi. But she returned because it was only a show outside. Other did not kiss, but was loyal in heart. There are some people who kiss. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And when the real time comes, where is the love? Lot of drama. Even Judas kissed Jesus. Don't be dramatic. Inside people have hatred. Some people are very scared, you know. In the initial days, I have told all that happened to my to me, Pastor. Now I can hate him also. If he discloses to somebody, hating me freely, I'm not going to disclose. Because your heart is not right. Hey, Opa in the front is very good. In the back, if something good is happening to the men of God, to their lives, not very happy. You look, you know people like that. One in front of you, there's one thing in the back there, totally different. Tonight, if it is you tonight, it's not to condemn you, but to bring you to your destiny. My purpose and assignment for this message is not to put you down, belittle you, condemn you. It is to get you step into your miracle. If you understand that, that itself is a freedom tonight. Hallelujah.
pastor was saying that he prayed for this family and was, deliverance was not coming then he asked another prophet of god to pray and that prophet said pastor the deliverance is not coming because their heart is not with you pastor you are wrong prophet you don't know this family this family is the closest pastor so wait and see pastor said that family within few months they left and gone or pass have the power to talk but roost roots does not have the power to talk they have the power to be loyal lift your hands and say make me loyal lord hallelujah amen 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 we usually surround ourselves with people who make us feel good but you should surround yourself with people who make you feel god oh hallelujah you should surround yourself with people who make you feel god people who make you feel god they are opas people who make you feel god that is your right place right company right people right location and expect destiny miracles the greatest miracle is nothing else to say that i found my destiny in god amen ruth was part of a book ruth has lost many things she lost husband father in law everything but even through some chapters in her dark life because she looked to god something sweet miraculous came out of that Look at Matthew chapter 1:5. A closing scripture tonight, Matthew chapter 1 and the 5th verse. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth and Obed begot Jesse. Amen. God had a plan for her in this book. Out of losses, amen. You know, sometimes you have lost, you have divorced, but life is not finished there can be dull pages but there are something amazing beautiful glorious pages are coming for you some of you are feeling dull some of you are in the backsliding but glorious pages are going to be open hallelujah in this month for somebody watching tonight in the name of the lord i say it hallelujah out of full conviction that this month some glorious pages are going to be open for some of your life tonight in the name of the lord be with great company see she came with the boaz she came with the naomi come on here she is in the company of jesus be in the right company you are a destiny maker a history maker a destiny walker come on come on alava devalu karadu nalala bala sambala adara hallelujah hmm even though she had a loss she had a seed inside of her a destiny sometimes you lose things in your life when you are carrying a great mantle you lose friends You know why? Because you are carrying God's burden. There is a loss. Wrong friends will leave. Wrong company will exit when you are carrying the burden of the Lord. People will not invite you for their parties, for their brunches and lunches. They'll exclude you. Bible says consider the hostility Jesus had. Don't be surprised when the entire world 
even the believers who call them believers are so worldly they'll be hostile they see you for a worldly party they will not even look at your face jesus said when you suffer like that don't be surprised but jump for joy for the glory of god is upon you hallelujah the battles of life are determined by what you carry if you have lots of lots of battles it means there is a seed of god's divinity and divine plan in the inside of you if you don't have any battles if everybody accept you if everybody happy uh, when you, when something good is happening that means that you are in the wrong company bro tonight the presence of god come look at ruth chapter 18 the bible says and naomi said to her two daughter in law go return each to her mother's house the lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me mother is a model all the mothers look at yourself and say mother is a model it says return to the mother's house mother is given an importance mother is the one who gave birth it says you need to connect with where you started there's a purpose go back this lesson learned this church is called the bride of christ not the husband of christ which means church needs to submit to the husband which is jesus church need to go back to its roots where it started the word the church where god planted you everything was started you go back to the roots don't dishonor the roots return back to the original plans and that's where the miracles are manifested hallelujah miracles are working so that you go to the promised land not when you get it you you become more lazy more oh i got my miracle now let me take a break after that you'll never take a break <laughs> ruth 116 there are three things that ruth did there are three things that ruth did but ruth said entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you for wherever you go i will go and wherever you lodge i will lodge your people shall be my people and your god my god wherever you go i will go she understood that naomi is going somewhere wherever you go i will go she was a woman with destination she wanted to go with people who had a destiny nobody follows a parked vehicle go somewhere take a step you focus on your life and purposes there are people who will follow you definitely we have to go to heaven i know all of you are born again most of you are watching but given your life to jesus but there is a destiny on earth God has a plan while you are living here on earth God has a plan it says wherever you go I will go because I want to be with the woman who knows her destination don't walk without a destiny mindedness take steps accordingly go to Bethlehem I'm coming with you Bernard Bonke said nobody follows a parked car people follow someone who's going some people live as if their life is oh pastor i'm retired oh. 
Number two, your people shall be my people. That is relationships. When you go in an AC car, you know, certain mosquitoes come, you know, you, you put down the glass and allow it to go. And, but how many of you see most of the times when you put the glass back, the same mosquitoes, some, some relationships are like that. How much ever you try to leave them, to irritate you. You close the windows so that we can move forward. Suddenly this fly will come to irritate you. Get rid of those flies. Relationships that hinder our journeys. When Lot left, God told Abraham, now look. Who are you confiding in? Who is your confidant? Who is your prayer partner? Whose voices are you listening? Genesis 30, 27 the message translation, Laban said, if you please, I have learned through divine inquiry that God has blessed me because of you. Laban has said, see, I want you, Jacob, because I know for divine inquiry, God blessed me because I'm keeping company with you. If somebody is not adding into your life, taking only from your life, that is not a good relationship. I'm always looking for people, not just to add, but who is giving. Otherwise, I'm very circumspect. In Genesis 26, 24, the Lord appeared to him in the same night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham and do not fear for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant Abraham's sake. God is telling Abimelech, because of Abraham, Isaac was blessed. Not Abimelech. Because of Abraham, Isaac was blessed. Because of Abraham, I... You are in that company of Abraham. I'm blessing you, Isaac. Genesis 39 5. Can you read it, please? Genesis 39 5. So it was from the time when he had made him overseer of his house that all that he had, the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake, and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and the feet. Because of Joseph, the Potiphar was blessed. Because of Joseph, the overseer, the Egyptian's house was blessed. Who is adding into your life? And last thing, third statement, your God shall be my God. Daughter-in-law is telling mother-in-law, your God is my God. Oh, look at the relationship with daughter-in-law's mother-in-law's. How many of people outside will look at your life and said, I want your God to be my God. Come on, that kind of a grace tonight to come. Hallelujah. People in your flats, in your homes, the way you worship the Lord, where you sing to the Lord. Hallelujah. We pray your spouses, your children, your hallelujah neighbors, your family will say, I want her God, his God to be my God. Your people in your workplaces say that? Hallelujah. Tonight, that's a word. We should be evangelistic church in a way that people should be saying, my God is your God. We are not here to kick people out. We never kick people out. We don't, we don't say kick. That's not our job. It's the church, Lord's church. We don't want to say, if, leave, if you want to leave the church, go. You know, nobody has the authority to say. Even I don't have the authority to say. It's the church of God. Lord's church. 
not to kick you out but to bring you in to see you grow and to step into your miracle let's close our eyes and pray